wretched from a wretched dream and it was morning without warning and all my friends have tasted success they sold a piece from out of the vulture's nest but i'm still so hungry was the untitled Mike A.L. Haneke project. <laughs> and this is the Jukebox Club podcast. Chris, how you doing? I am good. <laughs> <laughs> That's great to hear. See, we got we're going to laugh. We got through that, but it was good. It was good. It was well. It was well. <laughs> um, how did you like this album? I'll, I'll just start with the fucking... Let's just go. This is going to be a five-minute podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was well. Um, no, I really like this album. Good, good stuff, man. <laughs> well stuff. Well stuff here. I liked it too. Um, when did you listen to it the most, would you say? Um, well, we've kind well. of... <laughs> well. Good. Good. <laughs> How you doing? 
Um, we kind of talked about doing this one for a while now. Right. So it's been on like the back, not necessarily the back burner, but always like in rotation. I'd say. Yeah, we wanted to bookend it between like. Go. I mean, we're aware this isn't a well-known album. It was requested to us, and it's it's a good album. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it's well known though. Right. And right. we were well aware of it, so we kind of wanted to bookend it between things people have heard of, for lack yeah. of a better word. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, we didn't want to keep pelting out. What the fuck are they even talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So we wanted to do this. Uh, your brother re- uh, requested it. Mr. Nick. He does have a shirt, right? He does. Okay. Congratulations on the shirt. <laughs> I bet it's very comfortable. That's right. We are wearing them now. Yeah. Super soft and comfy. I want to say he requested this like a good seven, eight months ago. I it was a while ago, right. and I remember, like, since he requested it, I was just like, yeah, I'll give it a shot listening to yeah. it. And it's one of those ones that I don't know if I'm just looking in the wrong spaces. I don't know if there's a CD, like a physical copy of this made. That's a good question, At least actually. it wasn't, like, nationally distributed for right. me. You know what I mean? Right, it might right. have been, like, a local thing or just, like, oh, we just, you know, printed a bunch out and, and gave them out at shows and stuff like that. Right. But I couldn't find it anywhere. No. So I had to buy it on my phone, which I hate doing because I like to hold the shit and look at the album work. Yeah. Look at the runtime and see who they thank at the end and exactly. see who was featured on songs. And and I couldn't do that. I mean, maybe there's a way to, to do it from your phone, but I just bought it on iTunes, which the only albums I own on iTunes are like one of my friends and this. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not like I use... Um, iTunes for like purchasing albums at all. Yeah, no. Just for like sorting through playlists. So that is one thing is I, I hated the fact that I couldn't sit there and like read along to the lyrics while listening to it. Yeah. Um, and it did make it harder. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, these lyrics were hard to find too. Like a lot of times I'm like, I wonder like what that actually said there. Cause, you know, all the time you mishear stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like looking up Shinobu lyrics. And people would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know what this is. I actually got, when I first looked it up, I was like, I don't know how to spell that. So I'm just going to take a shot in the dark. The horror movie, the shit horror movie, uh, Chernobyl Diaries popped up. And I was like, that's sure as fuck, isn't it? Yeah. Like, what am I spelling? That's just completely wrong. Next. (laughs) So, So, yes. The first song, I mean, we led in to the podcast with, and the reason we laughed at the beginning is because we don't know how to pronounce the dude's name. No idea. German screenwriter, Mike, we, we were calling him Michael Hankey, <laughs> yeah. but I think it's a Mikhail Haneke is how we listened to That was that. the majority of the the, the clips that we listened to. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in there. So that song it leads in with, which I think is a, when I first heard it and saw the the song name mm-hmm. untitled project uh we'll call it mh project yeah um i was just like oh that's the that's the singer's name because he wrote that song and couldn't think of a name for the song and right. called it that and i'm like nope i'm completely wrong just not right it's yep. an austrian hold on i have his wiki up there you go austrian film director and he's directed films funny games uh white ribbon Amor and Cachet, which I've heard of Cachet, but I haven't heard of any of the other ones. Ah, uh, okay. But I'm also not like a foreign film buff by any means. I'm sure, yeah, no. I'm sure they're popular. I mean, he has a song written about him, and he's like won Oscars and crap like that. You know, other crap like the that's, Oscars. Yeah, that's badass, though. Yeah. It's a good, like, because you'd think something's untitled. It's untitled from 
said person singing it or writing it. Right, exactly. So this is a song named after an unfinished project by somebody else. I like it. <laughs> That's the way I see it. I like it. Real attention grabber, I thought. Yeah, like this, for the, sure. The track list is very well set up here. Yeah. Like, it, it this it's not all over the place. Like, you know what you're getting. Mm. And it's it's just, it was very smooth, too. What I liked about it is it seemed, <clears throat> and this was this is a good way to, because this this song to me like kind of started off the album really well. It set a tone and mm-hmm. it kind of stuck with it. Yeah, it seemed like, for lack of a better word, innocent. Like it, it almost seemed like it, they just recorded it out of their garage or something like that. Yeah, not that it sounded shitty. Right, right. But it didn't sound overproduced and like echoey and effecty and like other sounds looped into it. That right. I'm like, how, what even makes that noise? What instrument makes that noise? Exactly. Nothing. It just seemed really raw in the sense of, like, amps and guitars and a drum kit just set up in a room, and they're just fucking belting it out and jamming away. Yeah. And I really like that. This is what we bring to the table. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, and the whole album, is it seems to be driven by, like, really cool guitar riffs. Oh, yeah. Um, like, what was the... Uh, the Void to me stuck out as like that oh yeah you know what i mean and i'm just like this this to me is just like someone was sitting there like look i wrote a cool cool guitar riff and they're yeah. like oh dude that sounds sick let's make a song just record yes. which i don't know it sounds like i'm shitting on it but i'm really not i'm like i really enjoyed that about this album yeah you know what i mean oh yeah the rawness of it was really cool yeah you just felt like it was something that you know like you said it was just they're just fucking around one day and they're like hey this sounds great yeah let's record it yeah and exactly. it, it works it's not like they were trying to, you know, change anything or be anything. They right. were just kind of like, let's just, just like, hey, you can play guitar. I could play guitar. You could play drums. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, let's, let's do fucking it. write a song. I love it. Um, <clears throat> but there, a lot of the lyrics, to me at least, kind of set on a theme of, and I trouble with this one. Like, a lot of times I can, you know, look up a theory and kind mm-hmm. of be like, yeah, I don't agree with that, and look up another theory and be like, yeah, that one kind of makes sense. Right, right. Whereas this one didn't really have much based around it. Um, to me, it was like, so I didn't know what Ten Thermidor was, and that's the name of this album. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we even mentioned that, Ten, Ten Thermidor, Shinobu. Um, I thought it was a street address. <laughs> ah, and so I listened sense. to the whole album thinking like he lived in Ten Thermidor. Yeah. In a, uh, the last song is called Ten Thermidor, and the ending lyric is set up the scaffold because there's no love on Ten Thermidor. And I'm like, oh, like somebody left him, and his apartment's getting like scaffolded up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> and then there's a song, like two songs before that, called Non Thermidor. And I'm like, oh, that's about his neighbor. Right. Which would make sense in theory. Right. But <clears throat> I looked up what Ten Thermidor meant, mm-hmm. and I was completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so. Apparently, it was like a time era or a way of keeping calendars. Uh, okay. I looked it up a while ago, so let me look it up again just so I'm not spouting off bullshit. <laughs> so, French politician, I'm not going to say his name, Maximilian something, um, got arrested? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, what, what did I read? It refers to Thermidor... I think it was something like it was summer. The tenth day of summer was like ten Thermidor. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So gotcha. rather than saying like June tenth, right? They were like keeping calendars as, before there was like a strict calendar, right? 
it was kind of like this is the 10th day of it being hot or right. thermidor you know what i mean at least that's kind of my i read an article for five minutes and that's, that that's me paraphrasing yeah it. <laughs> that's me like hearing from someone who read an article right and then me telling you like oh yeah i did hear about that and that's like all i can offer so what happened here was, yeah <laughs> yeah but no i, I really so, i like the name too it's just yeah. like a catchy kind of so yeah it was yeah I, so I, I completely threw off everything yeah Cause I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, dude, this is totally about his old apartment. And he like went back and they're setting up a scaffold and like painting over the side of the building. And yeah. he's like, what the fuck? That used to be where I lived. And it, no, it's, it's just not. It's not. But still, in theory, though, it's, I, I like <laughs> yeah, when you I get almost, to those I almost wish I didn't look that up. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I'm just like, oh, that was just like a period of time is, is 10 Thermidor. Like right. there's no love on 10 Thermidor. Still makes sense. Like right. there's no love in June or something like yeah. that or whatever he's saying. Still, I mean, you're kind of there because you're talking about a moment in time. Right. Like, this was a moment in time at this particular place, or this is a moment in time, you know. Sure. At his apartment or wherever that <laughs> yeah. could have been. You know what I Rather mean? Rather than, like, a physical place, it was a, a memory of a, a, of memory. a place or oh, yeah. something like that. Time. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. I try not to do that. <laughs> uh, so the first song kind of starts off where... What's he say? Wretch from a wretched gene. And it was morning. Yeah. Without warning. <laughs> like a lot of the songs start off where it's like he doesn't even want to get out of bed, it seems like. Yeah. So the I don't know if it's of kind that. of like a depression album. But it doesn't sound like one. Like I didn't no. I didn't hear it and like got brought down by any means. No. But a lot of the lyrics were kind of like <clears throat> seemed like this dude didn't want to leave his house or, you know, was just bummed out or thought everyone sucked. A big theme in the album uh, was advertising. Yes, I noticed. Yes, <laughs> where he, uh, I think one of the things is uh, like nothing's free. You always pay. Yep. You know, like for like coupons and stuff like that. How it's just free advertising. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's in a sense <coughs> they're looking through the eyes of like I don't want to like stereotype people, but like just when you're in that mindset of you know. You're going through like maybe a bad span or just mm. and a funk would be a, a better way of putting it. Yeah, and everything's it. pissing you off. And yeah. You're starting to see through bullshit. Right. And, and I, how I almost took it was because it's they're uplifting. Like he sounds like he's being uplifting about it. Sure. It's almost like you went into the day with good intentions and it turned shitty really quick. Right. So yeah. let's just, you know. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um,. And another thing, going back to the advertising thing, like, I remember thinking, oh, like, they're putting up, like, a billboard in front of his apartment. Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. Where, <laughs> like, set up the scaffold. There's no love on 10 Thermidor. where they're fucking putting up a billboard. And yeah. Like, nope, I was wrong. Nope. <laughs> but in a sense, though, like, I've done that, too, before, where you, you get, you listen to a song, or you hear a certain lyric, and you're like, okay, this is what it reminds me of. Mm-hmm. And you almost wish you didn't look it up to see right. what it was really yeah, about. exactly. Because now it's like, well... I mean, I can kind of have my opinion, but mm. it, in, in theory, it's just... Right. That goes back to the conversation we had last time we got together about um, who the work belongs to once it's released. Is it still the artist right. who owns that, or is it like a property of, like, I bought the CD. Is this my song now? Can I interpret it the way I want to interpret? Right. And I know it sounds silly, but at the same time, like, if I buy a shoe, let's say, I just saw shoes. That's the other reason. Yeah, no. Like, obviously, Nike made those for them to be shoes, but yeah. if I use them as a pen holder, 
like Nike's gonna be like not coming to me like you bought you were you're using that wrong it's like it's fucking yeah. mine I can use it however I, I want do what the fuck I want to do like it. can you do that with songs is like the big debate you that's know I mean, for me and it, this goes back to seeing live stuff too though if you're if you're going to see an artist live mm-hmm. and before they give you this big rundown about what the song is about mm-hmm. there's times I love it and there's times I hate it because right. it's almost like you're changing what I'm thinking of this song <laughs> right. from telling me this. Sometimes I don't want to hear that. And mm-hmm. I, I I think back to the, the oh, you've heard the Horrible Crows live album? Yes. And like Brian, just that, not like the whole thing through, but it's it's came up. Yeah, right. I, I've listened to some songs on it. Brian will start, um, ah, this is a song. <laughs> and it's like, I love that because yeah. it's like, do with it what you want. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. some people, quite frankly, if you talk to people that write, they're not very comfortable sometimes oh, yeah. telling you. They're just like, it's out there and that's, that's what it is. So, I remember um, I was watching an interview with a band, and I don't really remember the context of the question, but one of the questions was something, something like, "What's the hardest lyric you've ever had to write?" And the dude was just like, "Dude, I don't even know." Yeah, you know what but, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I do remember. See, I don't know if this was with you or somebody else, but we were talking about the Menzingers, and. Their one song, the asshole anymore. Yeah, I I heard the Menzingers a long time ago. I didn't Nick knew who they were, but I didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. And it was that song, and he was like, "Oh no, you you, this is the Menzingers. You like them." Yeah. And I don't know if it was the asshole one or the obituaries one, but the asshole one. There's a line where it says, "Um, my interpretation was he was." I, I was just listening to it in the background, and I heard, "Um, feels damn good just to be sometimes." And I was like, man, that's so like <laughs> cool. Like you're yeah. just you're, you're being something for yeah. sometimes. And then we saw them live, and he totally was like, I heard B again. And I'm like, yeah. dude, that's badass. Was like, he, was he saying P the whole time? He was saying bleed sometimes. Oh. <laughs> and I don't know if it was with you. I thought it was with you, but I was like, no, I didn't oh, have Fuck this. that guy. <laughs> fuck that song now. <laughs> I thought maybe it feels so good just to pee sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it literally yeah. says, I'm good just to bleed sometime. Like, so now you can't yeah. unhear that. It's just it, like, oh, fuck this. I totally had like this image built up in my head that got yeah. shattered. Like it was, I could be. I'm like, oh, that's so like, Yeah. I get it. Was that, that was the band that you learned the first lyric to that and ran up? Yeah, we would learn. So I've seen the Menzingers like three times and we'd always look up what song they're playing first, learn mm-hmm. the first line of it. <laughs> and like I would like jump in the pit and like sing the first line along with the rest of the crowd and then just leave the pit. <laughs> was it, it the was asshole? It was me, Marty, and Amp that did that. No, it was some. I remember the lyric is uh, "Stop and stared at the carnival lights," and that's all we would sing. He, that might be. Yeah, he would walk up to the mic and we'd get ready. Stop and stared at the carnival lights, and then we just walk away. <laughs> no, I don't think that's asshole. Actually, I could be. I don't. <laughs> I don't I, remember. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's how you just yeah. one simple thing, and it's like it's ruined now for me. So, looking back at the lyrics of the um, untitled MH project, yes, um, it just seems to me that uh, you know he says, "Why even bother to try when there's money to be made doing other things?" Mm-hmm. Like what's he say? Phones and dance beats and advertisement. And to me, that's kind of, uh, I don't know if he's talking on behalf, be, behalf, <laughs> behalf of Michael Hankey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that seems interesting. Like, yeah, uh, 
especially with like the new like Marvel movies and everything. There's like product placement everywhere, and it's just like, well, of course you're gonna go see it. It's a Captain America movie. We don't really have to put our heart into it. Right. right. At least that's kind of how I feel. Like, I don't know how you feel about those Marvel movies, but I'm just like another one. You know, what it's I mean? tough because you know they keep they're just it's pumped just like out two a year, constantly. right? Yeah, and it's it sucks because well, it doesn't suck, but it follows the story. Mm-hmm. So you have to see the one before that. Right. But what if you're like like Spider-Man? Like, fuck Spider-Man. I'm sick of seeing Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't want to see another Spider-Man movie. But in the in the way it's set up, you have to see the next. Sure, yeah. To get to like, the next one. And you're like, oh, fuck like off. There's callbacks constantly. And yeah, and yeah, crossovers. I'm just, I'm not a, I mean, I, I watch them, but like I haven't. Yeah, it just seems like they pump out <clears throat> useless movies just to set up the next movie. Like, uh. It's not the Avengers, but what's the other group? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, not them. Uh, the one with Daredevil and Iron Fist and Luke Cage. All oh, the, all the um, ones the shows are on. Yeah. But they made a show for all of those people. Okay. Like, it was like, here's a Daredevil show. Here's a Luke oh, Cage show. Here's an right. Iron Fist show. Here's a Jessica Jones show. And is Defenders? Is that right? Defenders? Because there's the Avengers and Defenders. I think, yes. Yes. Uh, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So, <clears throat> I don't know. To me, it just seems like they pumped out yeah. the other three miniseries just so they could start making the, the, the group as one. They're trying I mean? to, yeah. Like, they're just trying to force these ones out. And, like, sure, you could probably like them, but I'm just like, I'm, <clears throat> I could sit there and tolerate it, but I'm not going to leave the movie, like, being like, that was so fucking good. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you almost, you don't need, time is good. Like, I think time to, to yeah, build absolutely. on this is awesome. So, absolutely. like, when you saw a great movie... And the sequel came out like a year later. You're like, ah, I mean, I'm still really yeah. I don't even want to see how cool the sequel, this one. Yeah, I, I want. I, I like where this went, but do we need it every year or every yeah, six months? Yeah. No, yeah. we don't. And it loses its steam after a while. Yeah. Like you're just like, I don't really want to see yeah. Captain America. I don't want to see Iron Man. It's right. The same fucking thing. Like if the third Iron Man was just coming out now, like I'd be super like, oh, I cannot wait to see that. Exactly. But I saw the first Iron Man, I loved it, and yeah. I saw the second Iron Man was like, eh. Yeah. And then they made a third Iron Man, and I was just like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like all within why? three years. Yeah. Or whatever. And they, I don't know if it was Iron Man or what what movie it was. But time can't. They can't heal time. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. You got to make the biggest bang for your buck while they're yeah, hot that's exactly what this song is saying it's right like why like we need to make money like let's get this shit out yeah which you can do that but if you're putting out shit product <laughs> shit product shit product <laughs> it's like what are we doing here right i mean it's almost like i know we're using comic books here but like the justice league was like they're just throwing shit out there they're not even thinking anymore yeah. and it's like i need to make x amount of dollars so throw x you know throw the big names up there it would basically be like if they had WrestleMania like th- every three months. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't, you wouldn't still get that feeling of yeah. like, ooh, this is going to be good. Right. You're just like, oh, fuck it, you know? Yeah. Almost like what they did, the pay-per-views. Yeah. The pay-per-views aren't special because there's one every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't give a fuck about the last one, so yeah. why give a fuck about this one? Yep. And it's just trying to get the quickest buck. I wonder like w- if there's like a psychological like factor i don't know right what what the right word would be but Mm -hmm. something about like the the build of a want right it's kind of like um i was watching an al snow interview we always talk about fucking wrestling i know (laughs) we talk about what we like you know what i mean music and wrestling podcast (laughs) and um so i was watching an al snow video and he was talking about how uh 
building heat, quote unquote, in a wrestling match right. is like like say people want to see the DDT or something. That's your finisher move. Like you tease it a couple times and like yeah. then you don't do it and he calls it you're building heat. You, you people want to see this this move and yeah. when you finally hit it, the crowd explodes. Yes, finally. Yeah. But he was also saying you don't want to wait too long because it's kind of like if you held something out to somebody, like say I have a cookie and I go to hand it to you, right. and you go to reach for it and I pull it away, right. you're going to be like, you motherfucker, yeah. I want that fucking cookie, yeah. you know what I mean? And I go Give to hand it for you again and I pull it away. Uh, there's going to be a point where when you finally get that cookie, it's going to be awesome for you. But there's also a point where I pull it away for the fifth time and you're like, you're never going to give me that cookie. Like, go right. suck a dick, I don't want to talk to you. Exactly. So there's got to be like, I wonder if there's like this a study of the middle ground of like, we need to make our money by putting these movies out, but also we don't want to like oversaturate people. We want to kind of get a, a want build yes. up, but we don't want to wait too long. Like it, it's a really weird. Also, the weird thing is too, if you hype something up and then it just doesn't, it doesn't meet what you. And sometimes you overhype it in your head. Right. Like you're like, oh, this is gonna. Like you were saying that cookie. The cookie's gonna be so fucking good. <laughs> and then you get it, and you're like, this cookie fucking sucks. Yeah, I was like, all that cookie. time. Yeah. You're like, I'm done. <laughs> like if you pull it away again, fuck off, because yeah. that last one was shit. But if it was a, the greatest fucking cookie you've ever had, yeah. I really want this next you're cookie. Pay for another cookie. Exactly. <laughs> Genius. So what are we talking about again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cookies and wrestling and. Shinobu. Shinobu is at the center of it. Um, so the second song, Two Tone Tuesday. Um, I'm kind of just looking at the lyrics now. I, that's another good one where it's, it's really driven by that like like that riff. Yeah. And you kind of just are like, all right, cool. I, I can get on board for this immediately. Exactly. Um, that's a really good. It, it seemed really short and like punky that song yeah like, for like when i say punky i mean like a short punk song you know what i mean right and that's kind of what it seemed like uh and which i you if you've listened to these before you know that's exactly what i love to listen yeah. to so yeah this this album you know it starts off with that that really good first song and then goes into this and it's just really cool you know again it, it had the same feel of like yeah. uh yeah, we're just jamming it out. Don't really need to impress anyone. Or impress is the wrong word. I mean, obviously they're talented, but they're not sitting there like belting out solos and key changes. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it's just, look how good I can play this. Yeah, it, it's know. just a cool sounding riff, and that's what the songs build on. Yep. You know what I mean? And I don't think anything's wrong with that. At no. All. Um, how did you feel about you know like going from that tone to like the? I really liked it because, like I said, it kept the momentum. Like, when it starts, you go, like, oh, I can I can get yeah. behind this. And then I think if you would have put an instant uh, slower song, you kind of would have almost lost that yeah. that feeling a little bit. And obviously, the track listing is – whoever put it together really knew what they were doing. Yeah. Like, it goes down when it needs to go down, but it also can keep yeah. you – keep your interest in it, which is hard to do sometimes. I mean, how many how many tracks are there? Uh, there there's a few. Yeah, so out of 11, you have to kind of – there has to be that – thing in your mind where it says i have to keep these guys here for 11 yeah songs spending however long that is and it's you know that's a tough thing to do but it worked for me right yeah absolutely um so going into the um third song the void is probably my favorite song off the album yeah again starts with that (laughs) and i'm just like okay this is sweet i like it yeah and uh the song, like listening to the lyrics, is kind of about him, again waking up, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. like, it doesn't seem like once it leaves the house, he gets dragged out of the house. At least this is how I interpreted this song. Mm-hmm. To go to this bar called The Void. And they're closing and they're giving out drinks for free. And as we know from the previous songs, this character or a singer, you know, I, I like to think of it as like a character, probably not yeah. the singer directly. Right. He doesn't believe in free things because he's just like, no, they're just trying to get us in there to spend money on other shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like his thought process. So they go into the bar and that's kind of the whole song. Yeah. He ends up talking to somebody. But I don't know. It's, it's totally relatable. Like, uh, there was a line uh, the parking was a mess but my car wouldn't start so it was all the same to me yeah like you just noticed like oh shit i'm glad i didn't drive you know what i mean it's it's one of those things too where i like that anybody's probably done that yeah you've probably been in that same position (laughs) where you're just like oh i'm here i'm just here like it's you're not and we've been to places before where that's the the grog shop when we first went to the grog shop if you go downstairs there's a whole nother you were down there when we got yeah, the, the little the arcade. Yeah. yeah. So the first night for Alkaline Trios, live shows they were doing, the every album in its entirety, mm-hmm. the first night they were like, come to the pre-show. Everyone was talking about the pre-show. Mm-hmm. You got like four emails a day about the pre-show. It was free pinball. Oh, that's awesome. Downstairs. And there was pizza. So it's like, come down, get this. Yeah. So like Nick and I went down, and there was a ton of people down there. It was like really <laughs> cool. They had a DJ. They had a ton of pizza. Yeah. And every pinball machine was free. And you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. Also, you bought a drink. You were yeah. having fun. <laughs> the next night, night two, there's no free pinball. Oh, wait, no. They had a few free pinball uh, machines. Okay. So they were slowly taking it away. Where as night four, it was just nothing. Yeah. And like funny. the pe- I think there was only like one pizza down here. And you're just yeah. like, all right, I'm fucking done with this. Yeah. Like, but it's it is it's it's good like ploy to kind of yeah sure and, and people like that are gonna see it every time coming right like you're not fooling me yeah that's you know? that to me that's kind of like the the person whose perspective this album is from is yeah. is like like you said at a point in his life where he's just like fuck this like he yeah. sees through all this bullshit and he's super aware of it but he's just going along with it because right. his friend invited him to go yeah you're gonna try to still get through it but yeah um. He mentions twice in this song trying to think about death, and I'm just like, I don't really, yeah, I think it's the dealing with, like, he's a depressed person who doesn't want to leave the house, and yeah. maybe going through some shit. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. I, I, I like when songs kind of leave you, like, with this image of a person, like, I just picture him, like, getting his shit, and be like, alright, let's fucking go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And th- it's really cool, like, to build that up in, you know, a short just with you know sounds over a short like what well, i think this song's actually like six minutes because there's like a weird interlude yeah but yeah just to build this image of this character in my head like of, of some dude like going to the bar just because he it feels like he has to it doesn't feel like getting out of bed and he's like lost in his thoughts the entire time yep and um, it's almost it's almost like he's going through not like a, a therapy thing but it's almost like this is his way to get it just out yeah like these thoughts or whatever he has like because you obviously don't want to be that person that goes with friend to bar and is just like you're dumb they're trying to get your money other ways like you, you don't want to project those things but in your head this is where yeah it's got to come out somewhere so and i don't know if if he's saying because uh he says he gets called from his friend let's go down to the void they're giving out drinks uh which i'd assume is a bar if they're giving out drinks for free yeah um the, I don't know if he's saying that the name of the place is called The Void or mm-hmm. if he's saying, like, that's the void in his life is the bar. You know what I mean? Right. So there's that kind of double meaning there. 
and how at the end of the song, the song wraps up with him talking to a stranger and it says, I've got the lyrics up here, I'm cheating. Um, <laughs> it's easy to ignore someone who doesn't have a cause. Uh, the cause distracts you from the void that's there. So he's kind of saying like, it almost seems like he's getting advice from someone who like sees what he's going through and he's like, dude, you just need to find something to do because it's yeah. going to distract you from all this bullshit you're going through. Right. And, uh, I don't know. It just in such a simple little song, like it, it's really cool how it conveys so much to you. Like some, that's almost like a s- half of a movie. Like yeah. some dude doesn't want to leave the house, gets dragged out of the house, and like finds a reason, like finds good advice in a stranger, and is kind of like, oh, okay, right on, let's do it. You know what I mean? That's like a full arc. Yeah. Like it, it's weird to say, but like the character from the first two songs and the third song kind of gets this turnaround of like, all right, like I'm I'm committed to something now. You know, yeah. at least like kind of has this goal now where he's trying to find a cause. That's, Absolutely. That's how I read Yeah. Again, I was completely wrong about the apartment thing, so I might be completely wrong Probably, about this. Yeah. We don't know, really. But <laughs> in theory, that's what you would assume. Yeah. Just by list, a first take listen. Right. Like, okay, he's getting there. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah, that's that's my favorite song, The Void. Um, I could do without the weird dip in the middle, though. Yeah, that's a weird thing that some bands yeah. like to do. I think they throw that in there. I don't know if it's like more of a, we just like the way this sounds. Obviously, we just like the way yeah. this sounds. But like, it's weird. Because if it's your first time, you're like, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah. Or, well, so I'm just, just thinking about it now. It probably mm-hmm. has to do with if if the story that I'm putting together in my head is correct, he gets this cause and then there's this interlude. Almost like seeing a, an old school play where it's just like, all right, that's intermission. Right, right. And when you come back for act two, we're going to see what he does with the rest of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of how I saw that, Absolutely. that gap. But um, I remember when I first heard this song, I was out in my little patio area. I'm pointing. It's right behind, I do that all the right time with Chris. my hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like pulling weeds or something. So I just had my headphones in and was listening to this. Mm-hmm. And that dip happened, and I was so focused on pulling weeds that I was just like, didn't realize that the song had ended or what was going on. I was just listening to the song, right? And like after like a bit, I was just like, why is my, uh, you know, music not playing? So I was like trying to turn it up, turn oh, it up, yeah. turn it up, pull a weed, like look at it, turn it up again, and then uh, all of a sudden it comes back in with that, hey, 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 <laughs> like what the what fuck? the fuck? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I was like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> We've like all done it. At the end of this song where it's just I'm going, man, it's the guitar riff playing again, and I'm just yeah. screaming, hey, 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 over it. And I was just like, I could do without this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, even though, like I like I said before, my favorite song off the album, well, I usually skip before, you know, after, when it gets that earlier, I hit skip. I feel like that doesn't really add anything to this song. There, there are points where that can It'd like, be cool to, get like, to you. As, as a live thing, you know what I mean? Get the oh, crowd yeah. into it, but I would, I'm listening to the album. You know, I don't yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it depends. See, a lot of things for me with music are what you're doing at that time, too. Like, I remember the first time listening to this, it was like I was cleaning, so I was kind of like, I don't, I could not have this right now mm-hmm. like I, I kind of need like instant I don't know just me being picky is like alright get back to this you know yeah, I need, I need exactly. back to what we're what we're yeah. listening to here yeah I don't know who that pause is for like uh I think it's like a minute long pause and then a minute at the end of the song where it, there's nothing more to this song other than we're just gonna play the cool riff again yeah <laughs> you know what I mean so to me it's just like I don't know 
I like I've said it before. Like, I don't know who that pause is for. Is yeah. it, you know, for someone listening to the album in the car to to get a, a minute long of silence. You know what I mean? I I don't get it. Is it like yeah? Like I can understand it being a live thing where mm-hmm. they're kind of like the song ends and then they're just quiet for like a little bit and then they go back into it. Like that would be a cool thing to see live. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're taking sips of drinks or something and the the, the drummer's doing that. Oh yeah on the symbol like doing the build up on this here, here comes the story of yeah. the night <laughs> yeah I just uh, yeah my first thought maybe though maybe someone would think that's cool I just I'm like I don't yeah I I don't think they have a music video for it but in my head I was like maybe this is where something cool in the music video happens <laughs> because that's happened before yeah. where there's like a break and yeah. you're like oh let's kind of like the, the gets in a car wreck yeah <laughs> it's Russian yeah. hospital in the video or something yeah. <laughs> And Stan, the car yeah. just goes off the yeah thing. off the bridge. Yeah, but that to me, it's it's what a five second pause in Stan, and you hear the car falling off the bridge, and then it goes back into it. But this is like a minute long, of yeah. Nothing, and I'm like, you have like what the un- is going on? If it would have lasted longer with the uncomfortable screaming in Stan, I kind of w- I wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> but it's kind of like you know, yeah. it takes you back to the chorus, and then yeah, which they could have done in that spot too, yeah, or even like a light telling them how to do their job i i don't know i like the song yeah i i'm I, I usually like not that critical of like certain structures and songs because i do like a weird structure i don't like a i don't get me wrong i like a verse chorus verse chorus structure but yeah. i totally am all for like oh yeah make it you know don't you don't need a chorus like just keep doing like Be other unique. shit yeah but i i don't get a minute pause halfway <laughs> through the song that just doesn't make sense yeah like maybe a hidden track or if it's the last if it's the last track to me, that makes sense. It's yeah. like, oh, if you if you listen for a minute, you know there's an extra little bit at the end. It's like, oh, that's cool. You found but like Lord. the third song, or what is that? Yeah, the third song in, I don't get it. <laughs> it's it's tough. I I know the my friends over you, uh, you found glory. Uh, does that have a? At the very end of it, there's like, it's like, the songs. If you look on a CD player, it's like 13 minutes long. But like in your car, there's like a long pause, mm-hmm. and then like it's got it's a long long pause, and all of a sudden. I think he starts singing again, but he's like, bah, 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 and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Scares the hell out of you. <laughs> maybe that's just to scare you. Maybe that maybe that's the point of that in the song is like for someone like me who's like, why why did my music turn off? And yeah, I'm sitting there turning. So what are we doing? Turning it up the whole way, thinking it's it's off or yeah. something. Yeah. Pause play. Yeah. So I said my favorite song. What was yours? Um. Really like the voice. I also liked the first one too, though. I'm, uh, I'm real big into MH Project. <laughs> MH Project. When, when you get the first song is so crucial in any album. If oh, someone yeah, gives me an I album agree. and they're I like, agree, absolutely. If I don't like the first song, I'm just I like the first like oh, three or four are, are big. It's it's got to yeah. be yeah. If you don't catch me, then it's it's tough for me to, to keep going. Mm-hmm. Or if you keep going, find the single that everybody knows and then yeah. fuck off with the rest. But like, if you can pull me in on the first song like how this one did, I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty much I'm solid. Right. So that was to me. That's always a big, a big thing for any album. What about what's your least favorite? Ooh, least favorite. See, that's tough. There was. Let me look at the cell. The cell. I, I have the uh, track list here if you want. Okay. So we got. Oh, you got to scroll. Unfortunately, um, I can't all fit on. Mine. Good, <coughs> Excuse me. Mine was probably nine Thermidor. Yeah. One less than the album Thermidor. Um I just didn't like the uh the whole thing that ruined the song for me was uh 
There's like a build up to like the chorus. Yeah. He says like set the lights. Set the. <laughs> he says something about like set the timer now. We gotta break free somehow. And I was just like, that's such a cheesy line. <laughs> <laughs> and that just ruined the song for me. And then yeah. There's like a weird like do 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 ah 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 that I didn't really care. Yeah, it, I, I get exactly what you're yeah. saying. I that just ruined the song for me. Yeah. I. I want to say jokes. You didn't like jokes? I wasn't feeling it. I don't know why. Really? You know what I think it might have been? It might have been in my thing how I would listen to it. My, my new thing was like I do um, the elliptical at the Y. Uh, so it's like 35 minutes. I need something to listen to for that mm-hmm. time. And I legit think this is the reason why. I do the the program I do on the elliptical. It's like It's like pure hell right in the middle of it. Uh, like yeah. it's just like really <laughs> fucking you up like the the resistance goes from like 10 to 15 to 20 mm. and then 18 and back to 20 and it's like just hell and i remember getting angry because i was just getting back into the gym at this point mm. so it was really hard for me mm. and jokes was always on because i wanted <laughs> to keep the album like fresh in my head to so keep listening yeah. to it and i was just like ah you know what i just i something about it i didn't like <laughs> I, it's hard to put a a thing on it but if i could i think yeah. in my own crazy mind that was probably what <laughs> but jokes and I also I wasn't too too crazy Sorry. about <coughs> Sorry. let's see um, see I liked all these though oh uh, really uh, yeah culture culture ink too I like really? that one I liked that one a lot that's actually like a, another one where if you buy it, everything will be fine. It's another like pissed yeah. off advertisement one kind of deal. I do get your nine Thermidor though. Yeah, I get that. And I, I don't know. Back to the void. I like that one. Yeah, See, that one always. <laughs> you can't pick mine though. <laughs> no, I can't pick yours. Um, Hell screens. Still another one. Pretty good that stuff. You liked it or you didn't like I it? I did. I liked okay. it. I'm just. I'm trying to. I can't really pick like. Yeah. Too much bad. It was really good. Yeah, the album. For yeah. me, and this is what I like. This is why we started doing this, like to almost find yeah. stuff too that we've never listened to. Yeah. And just giving it a raw shot. And this was like one of the first ones where I didn't know anything about it going exactly. into it. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that factor of it. I, I wish your brother was here because he was telling me it's the guitarist from another band is the lead singer in this band. Oh, and I is it Jeff Rosenstock's band? I don't know. Like it literally, I tried to look up like their uh, Wikipedia or something, and we, I just I'm like I don't think we could. Like, do they have Bandcamp? We could call them. <laughs> no, don't. don't Here, we'll text them. them. You don't need to bother them. Yeah, text them that way. We'll have the answer. He'll love it. <laughs> um, yeah, like I'm on their Bandcamp, but obviously it's not like this is who you know this guy's from. You yeah, know what I mean it, it's just like. Really hard to okay, John. No, John Fu on drums, Mike Huginor. Huginor, I don't know how to say it. Do you have a picture of him? No, it's just their names. But this Jeff Rosenstock was on jokes. That's that's what makes me think it's Jeff Rosenstock's band. Yes, um. Which I list after I found that out, I listened to jokes again, and I'm just like, I just don't even hear them. Like, it, there's like, I I looked for it after, because if you look on the thing, it says like who's all 
on the on the um like the track listings mm-hmm. it'll say like you know yeah featuring whatever featuring i didn't know he was on it though yeah but yeah I'm, I'm a big i mean there's like a lot of yelling in jokes yeah so maybe he's one of the people that yell but i'm not I mean the the songs you've showed me by Jeff Rosenstock I'd like, but I obviously I'm not like a huge Jeff Rosenstock fan. Mm-hmm. I don't go out and listen, so I wouldn't even necessarily recognize his voice if yeah. I heard it not on one of his albums. Right. Um, yeah. So Culture Inc. kind of continues that like theme of there's a line in it I really liked. Uh, it's an ugly world, and I'm an ugly person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was cool. Like just kind of filling the theme of some dude fed up and seen through bullshit um even though it kind of comes after the void whereas like the void leaves you with like oh does this guy have something hopeful you know yeah. what i mean oh here's the answer hard girls what's that hard girls was i asked um what was the guy who in shinobu played in another band okay hard he girls? said hard girls that's the other band or that's the other person i think that's the other band they played in but i'll, oh, okay. here, I'll ask who like who that um, <laughs> it doesn't help me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you think this would be like not easier, but I'm trying to like how to put this into words. It's like how who from Shinobu? I, I think he would. Maybe I was wrong because I think he would have been like, oh, that dude's from Rosenstock. You know, what yeah. I, mean? I feel like that would have been his first answer. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I misunderstood. He's responding again. So. Oh, there you go. Oh, the anticipation. I know. <laughs> Nick will love this. I was so bummed we couldn't get him on this one. I wanted him to be like the... Yeah, I was like, I was like, dude, I can just let him carry it. I won't have to do any research. Nick would be like, yeah. <laughs> I'll just fucking we should chime in when I have yeah. to. <laughs> I definitely want him to come in for one, though, because yeah. I feel like he could just, like, he'd be so good at this. It will, yeah, we'll let him pick whatever one he wants to come in on or something like that. That'd be cool. So that'll be it. Nick, you get to pick. Nick will pick the album. And then he'll... We'll listen to it, and we'll just be like... We'll be there. I just want... Yeah, and I just want to let Nick go. Because I, I honestly, like, talking to Nick, he's the best at this stuff. Really? Like, Nick is the guy to talk to. Right? I need something well, new to listen to. Then why the fuck are to. we doing this show? Like, I, <laughs> for, but he knows his shit, though. See, we're yeah. trying to find stuff we don't know. Oh. That man. would be the tough one. If, yeah. I, if I were, like... If I were to say to Nick... Um, Let's sit through a Prince album or like a. Yeah. He would be like, ah, I'm out. Okay. So, but like, it, it's it's kind of like, I need to ask about Jeff Rosenstock. Yeah. I'm going to Nick because Nick knows like he's good on his shit on that stuff. Um. So yeah, Culture and kind of follows the same format while we're waiting for the answer. From yeah. Nick. Um. Violence House. That is that the slower one. Yeah. That one was kind of, it took a while for me to get it behind that yeah, one. Yeah, that's, um, I didn't really care for that one, but it, it wasn't, uh, again, it wasn't my least favorite. Yeah. Um, that's that, I dream, dream, dream of the violence house, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. I like the end part mm-hmm. of it, I think that's, that's. That's like such a, yeah. a use, but I like it. Yeah. I like that. Um, I really am into... And this was like more recently, just like letting a chord ring on a guitar. Yes. And that's kind of how this song ends. And it's a nice kind of like a a little dip because the song after it is Jokes, which to me is the fastest and heaviest song on the album. Ah, okay. 
so violence house being right before jokes makes sense makes like, sense like how you said earlier it's uh structured well yes you know what i mean very that's very the well. fifth song in the album that's it's about time for you know back in the uh vinyl record days that's that was kind of like you'd flip the record over yeah like so culture or violence house kind of would have been the last song on side one right you flip it over and the first song on side two is jokes which is another like holy fuck hits you in the face song gets you back in gets you right yep you guys all think you're incredible when you're making jokes but then people start thinking impossible when you're making jokes Okay, here we go. He plays guitar in Jeff's band too, so you That's, were okay. I did know that, that is who it is. Um, it's Mike. I'm gonna fuck this dude's name up. Huge um, something, right? Yeah, <laughs> is the dude's name. Mike Huge something. <laughs> Again, I normally. I, I need to hedge here because I normally do all this research and like, all right, this side of the pronunciation, yeah. this is where they're from. But right. they, there's not like a Wikipedia or anything. I, yeah, I tried it and yeah. I'm like, I'm again, kind of lost. Here. Kind of what I was getting to at the beginning of the of the episode is, I like to be holding the disc case and like, you yep. know, like we have a different disc case here. I but love that. Looking at it, oh, where what year was this made? Where yeah. was it made? Where Cover are they arts. from? Exactly. CD. Actually, this design. is something we'll get to in the Band of Horses episode. Check out the Band of Horses, uh, like. Oh, that is sick. Yeah, they all their albums have like I love pictures that. That's, that's, I like the case too. It's yeah. like just different. Uh, Nick also says he's in Bruce Lee Band Two. That's with Jeff and Mike Park. Okay. So that's like I guess that's so he's part of that like click. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, there is a click with that this guy. Go Vespucci. Click. Vespucci. <laughs> Laura Stevens. You heard Laura Stevens? Yes, but maybe from you. She's really good. She's usually with those guys, though. Okay. Like, I've always seen her with Jeff or Chris and, right. and that type of thing. She's actually, she's on their Jeff's new tour. Oh, that's cool. He released an album New Year's Day, just mm. out of the blue. Released oh, a that's whole awesome. new album and was like, yeah, we're, we're going on tour. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I'm so pissed because it's like, where they by where they live, but it's like five mm. shows and uh, Laura and Chris are opening. That's cool. And then it's Jeff, and I'm like, fuck, would that be good? So they're probably going to come out and like play like together and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. They're going to play the songs I want to see. Yeah. Where are they Where are they from? Uh, you know what? I'm not too sure. Okay. Off the top of my head. I think, I know it's all in one area. Like, the yeah. shows are all in the same lake. Right. It would be basically like if you were going to do like the Cleveland, Ohio, Pittsburgh, yeah. Buffalo. Columbus kind of deal. Yeah. 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 Um, so jokes, which we touched on a little bit <clears throat> sorry getting back to the 
Yes. If, yes. Unless there's more like cool tidbits you are getting texted. <laughs> no, that's awesome. See, yeah. that's why Nick should have been here because yeah. Nick would have been nailing it right now. Yeah, he would just he would have been like, oh yeah, this is what this is from, and he's from this. <laughs> so yeah, like nor like I said, I, again I'm hedging, but normally I I do look this stuff up and try to be prepared for this, but. I didn't have a fucking physical disc, so it's, it's, it's Shinobu's fault. That's yep. what I'm going to blame. Yeah. For not giving me a disc or making it available to Bucks me in this shit. area. Yeah. <laughs> making our job ten times harder. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know in jokes there's like an Aziz Ansari bit like fused into the middle of it where it's just like, how are you supposed to say hard when it's so cold? Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I kind of can do without. So I don't know if that was... I don't know if that's another gimmick of like everyone's maybe like more like about this guy's depression. Everyone's just making jokes and like that's not what the world's about. Yeah, like that. But well, it's also when you get into that mindset of like I, I don't want to like say like depression, but like when you're in that shit mindset mm-hmm. and someone makes a joke, you're just like, oh fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you don't really want to hear that at that point. So I, I get where that's yeah. you know. Yeah, it says, like, um, maybe, too, like, it, it's funny to just come up with an independent thought mid-conversation, but I know a lot of comedians, like, struggle with that, like, the depression oh, yeah. stuff. And yeah. He says something about, like, your friends all think you're incredible when you're making jokes, and I know, like, the whole Robin Williams thing, how yeah. everyone's like, what? That guy seems so cool and happy all the time. Yeah. Like, I can't believe he killed himself. And it's just, Look at like, when, when people, yeah, yeah. Ari Lang. When people, you know, really get down and, like, meet those people. Chris Farley was another big one. Chris Farley. Like, I, uh, good story. I, I tell this story a lot. Is uh, It's not even my story. It's fucking <laughs> how Chris Farley died. Yeah. I tell this. This is my good this, story. This is my but story. But Chris Farley, yeah. um, I guess his last words were, don't leave me. Because like, uh, he hired, like, a hooker to hang out in his, uh, you know, hotel room or mm-hmm. something. And um, he, like, did the thing with her. And she was leaving, mm-hmm. and I guess he was like having a heart attack, and like, I think he said, "Don't leave me. I don't want to. I don't want to be alone." And like, while he was dying, and she was just like, "No, like that's weird. Get away from me," because she didn't know what was going on. Yeah, with him. yeah, no. So like, yeah, it's just like when you hear things like that, it's just like, holy fuck! Like, like you see Chris Farley on Saturday Night Live, and he's making everyone laugh, and he has all these friends. Funniest but, like, dude. In, in reality, he's probably like really depressed that like everyone makes fun of how big he is, and like literally the funniest part of Saturday Night Live is like, oh, let's see the fat guy do something fat guy. Fat guy's gonna fall through. Yeah, a table. exactly. Yeah. That's, and he, he probably like, I mean, yeah, sure, there's probably like bits of that 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 doesn't bug him, but I mean, deep when, down, when every week that's like the biggest thing on your show, it's just like, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have enough of this. It's, it's got to get old too, because you, yeah. if you think about it, I mean, everybody has you know yeah. that that they don't want to be like just think of like your insecurities or something that yeah. you just really don't want to talk about you have to talk about it yeah and, you're like, and like literally it's the highlight of, it, of the shows you're on and why you're cast into certain yeah. roles like dan's fat man dance and you're like i yeah. don't want to fucking do that <laughs> put on this jacket that's way too small for you yeah and people will love it yeah. you get paid a lot of money and you're yeah. like yeah but is that all that this yeah. is yeah that to me that's what jokes kind of is about is you know first line again your friends all think you're incredible when you're just making jokes i mean it's true though if you if you think about it you really don't want to be back to like the bar stuff you don't want to be the person that's like uh yeah i'm depressed you you want to be like hey i'm having a good time but it's not always saying like okay if someone's trying to be funny they're depressed or they're sad yeah but usually that's the way to come out of a lot of that shit Mm -hmm. when i know when i'm down or in a funk 
I'd put on something that's funny because yeah. it's like I need to get out of it, and that's the way to do it. You just need to make sure you can get get out. Of it. That's sad that that Chris Flores, Flory, Flory, Chris Flory, Chris Flory. Yeah, he. I forget who. Like, I think the whoever was with him and left like came back later and said like, oh, I was with him before he died. Like, maybe she was like a suspect and like or something got released. Right. But yeah, she said like his last word. I, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't quite know it yeah yeah was something along the lines of like don't leave me i don't want to be alone you know what i mean yeah. it's just like it's fucking chris farley like you imagine how many fucking people like would have hung out with him like, oh yeah but yeah deep down it's like i don't i you guess his close friends it. are either pieces of shit or you know he was never home or never saw anyone well yeah. i'm sure too at that point he didn't want to deal with anyone was. <laughs> yeah and also like I know there's a lot of like hanger owners and just yeah people that just want to like be with you because you'll buy them stuff. So yeah. it's kind of like I would want to be around that type of thing anyway. Sure. Which so I kind of get where they come from. I know like reading Artie Lang's book, it's the same thing. Like they just like get cut off from the world and they just you know mm-hmm. they get into these funks where like he was saying about he was on Howard Stern and he was touring around the world with these comedy clubs and he's like he's miserable. He's making $800,000 for a show, yeah. but he's like, I'm fuck. I hate the fucking road. I hate being here. I, I want to go to bed. Like, yeah. you know, you totally get it, but in the same thing, you're just like, yeah. And, and fuck, man. I mean, a lot of the, like, a lot of the reason comedians are so successful and funny is because a lot of the stories are telling, they're like, no, this like really happened or I really mean this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you've got to, you got to have some kind of like, I guess you don't have to, but majority of comedians have something that happened to them that triggered this. Like, I need to tell people about this because this is so abnormal. You yeah, know what I mean, and yeah, a lot of time that sticks with them and that's when it, them up. Yeah, it's it's tough too because if you think about it, it's like you said, it's what they're known for too, though. Yeah. So like, if Chris, if he lost a bunch of weight, yeah, are, are, can you still do those things? I mean, people will still love you, obviously, yeah. but it's like. Do you, are, well, everyone would be like, "Oh, he was funnier when he was fat." Exactly. You know what I mean, it's just and like, that's, really, dude. That's, that's fucked so up. fucked up to hear. <laughs> I knew who was it. Jonah, Jonah Hill, Hill said that, mm-hmm. and he was like, "People would tell me I was funnier fat." Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, how would that affect <laughs> yeah. you? That would really affect me. Yeah. Well, it's it's just the same as like, I mean, this isn't the same scale at all, but um, there was a, I'll just say person at work. I won't say if no because the people if they listen to this are gonna know, but I don't think they do. So. I have, I was wearing glasses for yeah. basically my entire life, and I got LASIK. Sure. And this was like my second day back to LASIK. My eyes were still gross as shit, but like they were getting a lot better and they were a lot clearer. Mm-hmm. And this said person walks up or by my office door and says, uh, "Oh, you don't wear your glasses anymore." I'm like, "Well, no, I got LASIK." Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, you kind of looked better with." I just said her. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, that was hard. <laughs> You kind of looked better with the glasses, and I was uh, like, mm. "Yeah, but now I can see." Now I can see, <laughs> yeah. and it's like I spent a bunch of money, so. Yeah. And obviously, in my head, I'm like, "Oh, fuck off!" Because I like yeah. it, and it's I can do things now that I couldn't do before. But in your head, you are like, "Wait a minute, did I do something yeah. bad?" And in passing, it probably was meant nothing, and no, no harm or foul was meant by it. And mm-hmm. I didn't take it past that, but there is that moment of doubt where you're like, "Okay." fuck yeah you know? dude it's just like uh well, fuck you yeah really i can edit out 
that if you want me to. <laughs> you saying she? Well, she's so broad. It's like, <laughs> I mean, people, if people. I could totally just like cut that bit out. <laughs> no, because we're not, we're not like that. No, no yeah. bullshit. It's fine. It's just one of those things where if it was the person, if you were listening to this, say like if you're in a group of people, and there's that one person that you're just like, oh, that's the person. And we're like, oh, well, you know who. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I doubt, even if they do know that they're not going to, the, the person isn't definitely isn't going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> so, fuck them. No one listens to this, Chris. You're fine. Uh, I don't know about that. We are the number one podcast yeah, right. in Pittsburgh. Music-based podcast in Pittsburgh. Well, that's debatable. I'd say we we might be number one elsewhere, too. Number one. Number one. <laughs> so the song, uh, I, we can just breeze through these. We're already at 56 minutes by my count. Oh, we still have, oh, we've been playing them, though. Yeah, yeah, we've been playing, so we're over an hour. We're over an hour. Yeah, with, with the songs playing. I, I feel like uh, it's, you guys don't probably know it, so it's kind of like, eh, I'm not too sure. Yeah. Give it a good listen. Well, we're though, forcing them to listen to the first song at least. So you can take our word that we know what the fuck we're talking about because <laughs> we have a podcast. But this is this is really good. It's good shit. Yeah. Like, I, I I I can't say it enough. This is. I would recommend this to like a lot of people I went to college with. Like, yeah. like some of the people that like got me into like hot water music yeah. or, or certainly something like. This is like totally something. That I feel like that like. I don't want to say like my scene of people, but like the people that listen to the music I like, right. like would really like this album. Right. You know what I mean? Even like some of our friends that we have that maybe don't like this type of music, I yeah. feel like would like this. Yeah. Where it's it's very easy listening. Exactly. And you could really get behind it. It's it's very. I think easy listening is a genre. It's very uh, easy to listen to. I know what you meant. So, okay. Easy listening. I didn't. I don't want to just put it. I in think that. that's that like soft jazz or yeah, like background like music. elevator music. Yeah, easy listening. <laughs> but in theory, though, it's it is something that people can get behind. It's mm. and this is how I always think of these things too. There's like certain people that will give you these little gifts, or be like, "Hey, listen to this band," or "Listen to this band." Sure. I always wanted to be the person that's like, hey, listen to this band. Like, really do somebody else the favor. Because yeah. you can really never... I know it's not, like, much, but it's almost like you want to pay them back for giving you, like, oh, something yeah, really absolutely. fucking good to listen to. Especially because there's so much out there and so much of it is missed. Right. Or you just don't know about it. And then once you open up to it, you're like, holy fuck, there's some good shit out there. This is a band I would really want to see live. Yes. Because I feel like... Actually, I don't know if they have any other albums out. I'm gonna look that up right now. But I feel like this is like there's this would be their set list is this yeah. album. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just and that's what you want to hear. Um, they they I bet they do have a oh they got a fuck ton of albums out. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, they have um a split with Pterodon. They have another split with Albert Square. They have another split with uh another I don't know if that's a split or not. Sp- yeah, it's just like. It looks like one other full length. I yeah. Be wrong. The strange spring yeah. era. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, I I'll definitely give a listen to this. I'm on their Bandcamp, which I didn't never thought to look at. I was trying to find them on Wikipedia mm-hmm. and iTunes and all that bullshit. Which I'll definitely, you know, I'll definitely check out this strange spring era. Yeah. Album. Um. It's yeah. It. 
I think going back to what you said earlier is like this is kind of why we started doing this. You know, we wanted to hear more music that we like. I would never go out and listen to this band because I just not anything against them. I just you know I didn't know who Jeff Rosenstock's guitarist was, and I didn't know he had a side band, and I didn't know what they sounded like. Yeah, it's kind of like you forces you to step out of your comfort zone, which. I say step out of my comfort zone, but this is totally right up my alley. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, to give anything like a listen, though, is kind of out of your comfort zone. Absolutely, Because yeah. you're like, okay, I know right off the bat I'm going to know none of this. It, you're mm-hmm. just – and that's what I kind of like, too. Then you can just start making your own your own things, your own judgments, your own basically set list. Yeah. You can and play like, it the way I'm you the, want. I'm in the, if I'm in the car and this uh, some by, something by them comes on and – like, who's this? And Who's I'm like, this? oh, yeah, this is, you know, Shinobu. And then, like, the word that gets out there, you know. You're like, like fuck yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling it. <laughs> so, uh, normally I, I rattle off my five-star songs, right? Do you have a five-star on this? I do. Let me, let, I have more than one. Um, untitled Nekeel Haneke Project. <laughs> That might be my favorite name of a song. Uh, Two Tone Tuesday and The Void were all five stars. I think I gave jokes a five star just because I liked how quick and, yeah, you know, like punchy it was. Um, Ten Thermidor because I loved um, the guitar riff in that, which we didn't really talk about the second half of the album just because we're kind of out of time. But to me, I don't really have much to say about. I didn't like Nine Thermidor. Yeah, Melbourne Cup as a song, I, I didn't hate. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like though. Um, that that's I think that was the first song I like listened to, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Oh, this this sounds like a lo-fi band." Right. But they just like have a weird like vocal effect on that song, just to add something about that song. Oh yeah. Um, back to the void. Um, that's that. They get closer all the time. Like, again, it was just kind of like, a, I, I like it, but yeah. it, it wasn't like a five-star. It's something that stood out to me. Really, the it first half get... of this album like was super strong to me. Yeah. And the end didn't drop me by any means. No. But it, it, it kind of just, like, I had a lot less to say about it. Yeah, it's, I mean? you definitely get, um, what does Dwight say from The Office? You put the best beats up front. Let's talk about his beef farm. <laughs> Which is true, because it's, yeah. you know, that's what you want. Yeah, it feels to me like maybe after Joe, or maybe not even like like that. Going back to the pause and void, maybe like it's just kind of like, all right, that was our little story. Now, now here's like the songs we wrote that just like fill the rest of the album. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then there it is. Like they still fit from an album standpoint. They all sound like they belong on an album together but maybe not from a lyric standpoint right like some of the later ones it's kind of like again i don't know like, yeah I, I don't know what he had in mind while writing this stuff but yeah. a lot of the ones just feel like they lyrically don't fit with the rest they don't kind of tell an overarching story which not right. every album does not every album has to do but i really like the first you know five songs or how they kind of all relate to like a depressed bullshit see-through guy you know yeah what I mean? no absolutely and it, it it spoiled me for the rest of the album because you're kind of expecting that like uh story to wrap up or something which yeah the, the you almost la- want an update yeah exactly like an update or something yeah. where you don't really at least for me it, nothing stuck with me to kind of give me that like oh okay this is going back to that you know first song of referencing this again right right but, like 
sound wise like from like a riff driven song like they all fit the bill you know what i mean like, oh yeah um but yeah that last the last riff on 10 mm-hmm. thermidor that i fucking love it's that good stuff shit. oh yeah Early good inside. <laughs> oh, dude, I fucking love the ten, like the last uh, song on the album. The last, yeah. It's kind of one of those very, things very where good. a lot of albums feel like that for me. It's like, oh yeah, the first five songs are good, and then it just feels like filler. Yeah. Or it's kind of like, uh, would I say that about this? I don't necessarily think so. Yeah. I, I feel like there's things I really liked about the first half, mm-hmm. and that I did that didn't carry over to the second half. But then the 10 Thurmanor the last song comes on and it just you know it brings me right back in oh yeah yeah <laughs> it ends You're very strong again. in my opinion yes yes so okay so going back to the five stars yeah it was the first three songs jokes and 10 Thurmanor were on my five stars so that's a lot five though, for one five out of 11 that's really good and <clears throat> so I wanted to clarify this I was thinking about this the other day like what is a what is a five star song? Yeah, it's just a song I want to hear. I wouldn't mind hearing over and over again. Right in the car, um, and if like a lot of times I'll put a song on my five star set list and notice I've skipped it every time. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah. well, that's not a five star song. I'll just take that off. Which so is I'm not it's saying, a good point. I'm not saying they're perfect songs by any means. Right, but they're songs I want to hear at any time. Yeah, I guess if that makes sense. If there was a playlist, these could be played. Yeah, at any time they're, they're appropriate for me personally. Like, right. I wouldn't mind hearing them at, at any point. And who hasn't done that? Yeah. Or, you know, even when you used to, like, make a CD. Yeah. Your CD is, like, what you want to hear. It's exactly. not a, a full length. Yeah, when you're first making one, you're not putting, like, Halloween themes on. Like, yeah, sure, you could really, like, a Halloween song, but maybe you only want to listen to it at Halloween. Like, yeah. To me, that's not a five-star song. Five-star is, is what I want to listen to at any given time. Yep. If I just pop in my iPod and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, this song came on. Exactly. <laughs> not just like, oh, I, I kind of like this. One. Yeah, and I'm not. And again, at the other side of the spectrum, I'm not saying they're perfect. Right. Yeah, they're not the greatest song. Yeah, they're not the greatest song ever written, and they're just they fit into that category of I want to hear it at any point. Given that time. is the five star that's, definition. Yeah, that's the criteria of a Campstone five star. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. It's not that. Bullshit Meltzer yeah. five star. Well, I can't. You can't give six stars on iTunes, so I don't think that's ever gonna be. A <laughs> <laughs> just wait. The next U two album, mm. they'll bump it up to six, and everyone will just lose their shit. Like when they did when <laughs> Meltzer did it for Omega. Where yeah. it was like, what the fun? <laughs> the next U two album they force on you. And they're like, no, no, no. This one you can make six stars. Because <laughs> they're gonna just come preloaded with it, a U two album, yeah, if need be. <laughs> Uh, do you have any closing God. remarks? I do not. I enjoy the new format. I will say that of this. Yeah, it, it's more because I'm kind of taking mental notes of like this is where I'm going to put a song. This is where I'm going to put a song. Yeah. This is where I'm going to put a song. Yes. Um, and it gets us talking about the songs individually more. You know what I mean? Where I, f- I like that, and I like that the person that's listening to it. It's fresh, and they know exactly where we're at. Yeah. You don't have to remember. Yeah. Right. You know, you don't have to listen to me fucking air guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah, no, no. With the air drums. (laughs) Tapping on the mic. But no, like I said, definitely would recommend it. I'll listen to the next one, too. 
Oh, the uh, the other album. Spring. Whatever. Seven. Spring Air. Spring seven, Air is seven. Seven Thermidor. Seven Thermidor. <laughs> I'm right there. Um. Yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> so, I guess you know we we know we with the new format we'll end with a song too. Yes, that's appropriate. So, what song do you want to play at the end here? It's got to be Ten Thermidor. All right, Ten Thermidor. It's, it's got to be. So we we can say. Did you ever see the Bill O'Reilly freakout video? The where he's like, fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, I love that. So, I'm gonna reference that real quick when he yeah. he says um. Something about like we'll leave you with a cut off of Sting's new album, uh, to play us out, and then that's when he flips out. He just goes nuts. He doesn't. Yeah. He's the teleprompter. I think the story of the video is the teleprompter's not working, and he's reading the line to play us out. You know, a song off of Sting's new album, but he doesn't know what the phrase to play us out means, because he's screaming off camera. Yeah. Going to play us out. What does that mean to play us out? To play us out. And yeah. And someone's like screaming back, and he's like. To end the show, like he's he's it's just such a foreign term. He doesn't to end. like it. So was he taping it? That's where the fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, comes so was, in. they were like taping it like ten minutes ahead of time. I like that. And then the, he was just like, "We'll just do it when it gets to live because fuck it, you know, fucking thing sucks." <laughs> and then he does it perfect. He does. Like, like, he like, just nails it. Yeah. So I will say, to play us out, we'll leave you with a cut off of Ten Thermometer by Shinobu. Uh, the song's called Ten Thermometer. That was that's weird. The song in the album like called Ten Ther- Thermidor. Yes. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Right down the center. Think I got enough.